Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. This is the best of two pros in a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Happy holidays to you. Hope you enjoyed a Merry Christmas. If you so get down in that fashion, lots of ball to get to. A little bit of hoops, too. Some hoops yesterday as well. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'll tell you what, Mr. Schwartz, you would have been so proud of me yesterday. I ate so much food. So much food. You'd be like, how does a man of your size eat that much? I ate, I think, twice my body weight in food yesterday, Jeff. What was, was on the crazy. menu for a Christmas celebration in South yeah. Bend? Yeah, South Bend style. So on my mom's side with my sister, they made like ham and mashed potatoes and croissants and all that good stuff. And then saw my dad uh, for the nightcap and ate a little bit more. So yeah, it was a very festive food day for us over here. I'm I'm happy for you because it's probably like zero degrees too. So you need some 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 warmth in your life with with some food in your belly. Man, it, yeah, it's been crazy. It was like minus five the other day. It was crazy. It's like a balmy 10 right now, I think. But uh, <laughs> just, just nuts what's going on over here. How about this? We were treated to some rough quarterback play yesterday. Take your pick. It started off with Tua Tungavailoa throwing three picks from my Dolphins, which we will definitely dive into. Three picks from Russell Wilson as the Broncos get annihilated by the Rams 51-14. to And then Tom Brady with the nightcap. Two interceptions to Marco Wilson. Inaccurate throughout a lot of the game. Redeemed himself. Didn't have an incompletion in overtime as Tampa got the win against a third-string quarterback in Trace McSorley. It was crazy yesterday, man. It was, and you know, it's interesting. You you look at the schedule for Christmas, which the NFL typically has stayed away from Christmas because it was uh, on a Sunday. Uh, they did most of the bulk of their work on Saturday, but they put these three primetime games on. You look before the season, and you would think to yourself, okay, well, we have 
Aaron Rodgers against an improved Dolphins team, right? There was expectation the Dolphins would be better this year. You have the Broncos with Russell Wilson against the, the Matt Stafford Rams, like right? The, the, the Broncos are everyone's darling in the offseason. They're going to win 10, 11, 13 games. The Rams, Super Bowl champions coming off that. You have the 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 Bucks, right? Who are, have Tom Brady, who I think entered the season as the NFC favorites, I believe. And then the Cardinals with Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray, two guys just got extensions, which looking back on it, it's pretty funny. Um, end up just being a day of oh football was on it was it was on um you know the the second half of that packers dolphins game was probably the best part of football um for for the day and what you mentioned about quarterbacks that's why right is quarterback play from a lot of those teams is not great right now and that led to a lot of the results yesterday What's your best guess as to what's going on with Tom Brady? It hasn't been a disaster for him individually all season long, but it sure has the last couple of weeks, and he's been so inaccurate. It's just odd to see Tom Brady be that inaccurate. It is. I I think lots of things are are at play here. I think he doesn't trust the offense, and – when he doesn't trust the offense, and when most quarterbacks don't trust the offense, um, you know, there's just kind of – you just play worse, right? You don't play as, as confidently. You don't play as quickly. And he, he's just doesn't look like he trusts the offense. It's a very disjointed offense, right? I mean, they 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 run the ball um, like when they shouldn't. And they run the same run plays over and over again that, 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 that don't work. The pass game has looked almost as like secondary, right? Like this is something we just kind of have to do is throw the ball. And I think Tom Brady just sort of is never in rhythm. But then when it's a two-minute drive, right, when it's he's in charge of the offense, he looks great again. So I think yeah. he has confidence in in what the offense is doing in those moments. And and that's a big difference. I didn't, you know, we see throughout the sport how, how confidence plays a role. And I think in the two-minute drive, well, he's been great all season. Like Tampa Bay is like the number, uh, the most efficient team in that two-minute drill situation. It's because Tom Brady is running the offense and feels very control of what's happening and I think he just doesn't trust the coaching staff otherwise he's offensive line is a mess right now mostly because of injuries he's down multiple multiple guys a third string left tackle for most of the game last night and he so all those factors go to him not being accurate plus two he's 45 years old <laughs> at some point Brian it just gets a little bit worse because he's he's older like that happens your body doesn't function the way you want it to you're not as sharp all those play a factor uh, into why Tom Brady is playing the way he is. And all that being said, they're going to host a playoff game most likely. Yeah, right. And uh, that's um, amazing to me, man. I've whined about that for for years now is when you look at these playoff standings and yeah. it just stands out like a sore thumb, you just see Eagles 13-2, and two, one seed. Vikings 12-3, and three, two seed. Niners 11-4, and four, the three seed. And then Tampa 7-8. and eight. As the four seed, <laughs> Tampa's seven and eight, and they would right now host an 11 and four Dallas team. I, I don't know why a division winner get, uh, gets an automatic home game. If you want to say, okay, fine, you yeah. get a playoff break, there's an argument to be made that shouldn't even happen. But if we have divisions, okay, fine, you win your division, you get in. I just don't know why you would get a home game as the cherry on top. You definitely don't deserve that automatically. I think with the schedule now, um, that is, you know, you you only play six division games after seventeen now, right? Like you, it's, it's almost right. those games used to matter a lot more when you had a smaller schedule, and they don't matter as much anymore because you're playing so many games. I'm with you. I don't know if it's 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 something that will continue to happen, but I think the NFL 
wants there to be emphasis on those games, right? They want those division games to matter the most. That's why the last two weeks of the season, for the most part, you're playing division opponents. Um, there's a there's a weird actually next week in the LA the LA teams play each other, which is like a non division game, which is odd because again this time of year they try to play all division games. They want things to matter at the end of the season, and if if you don't have that situation set up that way, then it's not going to matter as much. But I'm with you, especially by the way, if Jacksonville is on the way to win the AFC South, but if Tennessee were to win the AFC South and be a boring eight and nine team, whatever they are, right? Mm-hmm. I think you'd have more of an argument if Tennessee and Tampa Bay both hosted home games. Now with Jacksonville, yeah. the way they're playing, everyone's like, okay, that makes sense. You, you all host a home game. But the way that the Tennessee was playing, I think we would have said otherwise. I don't know if the NFL makes the change because, again, I think it's important to them to make it feel like some games in division are more important, than others, especially down, you know, at the end of the season. But it does set up for some fun little games, right? Like, the Ravens and Bengals most likely will be in week 18. We will be in Cincinnati, by the way, together, yeah. possibly for this game. I'm debating if I want to go. I mean, if it's for the <laughs> division and it's at night, I kind of want to go. Right? Yeah. Go that game, probably. I, I think I think you got to go if it's, if it's Sunday night, if it's for the division. I just wonder if Jacksonville and Tennessee are going to spoil no our chance. party. There is no chance. They put Jacksonville and Tennessee on primetime football. <laughs> You're no not going to highlight the AFC South there, no, you know? I, I saw people talking about this because <laughs> they, they like the winner the winner in games, right? Um, more than they like kind of two teams have already made the playoffs. But, dude, there's no way they're putting the, the AFC South on primetime television <laughs> in Week 18. So, no offense to anyone from Tennessee or Jacksonville. Plus, I mean, that, that could be, like, decided this weekend, right? I mean, Jacksonville wins and Tennessee loses, um, then I yeah. think it's – it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that, that Jacksonville will win that division with that game. I I could be wrong, but are they really going to put Tennessee Titans and Jacksonville Jaguars on, on Week 18? Like the, the Bengals-Ravens will get much higher ratings than will that yeah. game. If the Bengals and Ravens are battling it out for the division, that's going to be the Week 18 Sunday night game. It just It could go south this weekend, right? Like if it's it, – like let's see, the Bengals, they host the Bills – Yes. So, and the the Ravens they host the Steelers. So in theory, the Bengals could win, the Ravens could lose, and then week 18 wouldn't be for the division. That right. could be what what screws it up. But aside from that happening, then yeah, I think it's it's Cincy and the Ravens in week 18 I, in primetime. I can't imagine trying to sell the Tennessee Titans, Jacksonville Jaguars as like a national, again, like, it, and, and Trevor Lawrence is playing, I mean, you would sell around Trevor Lawrence, right? You'd say Trevor sure. Lawrence is the future, which he absolutely is. He's playing fabulous football. Um, you know, the Doug Peterson redemption story. I never understood why Doug Peterson did not get the proper credit in Philadelphia. He, he got the best year of Carson Wentz in 2017. Then in the Super Bowl against the greatest defensive mind of all time, Nick Foles threw for 500 yards. That didn't come out of nowhere, and everyone wanted to give credit to Frank Reich and John D. Filippo, the quarterback coach, and not Doug Peterson, the guy yeah. who designed the offense, who calls the plays. And then, obviously, I think now and this year we can finally, and, and I've been this way all along, where I've, I thought he was the the catalyst for that that Eagles team. Now we can get the, give him the proper credit because he, he can coach ball, man. He, he can coach quarterbacks. So he's, he's a good quarterback coach. You got Trevor Lawrence playing some good football right now. Yeah, he does. How about Jacksonville? Won five of seven. Tennessee is just falling apart, man. They've lost five straight. Have you told me what 
six weeks ago they're going to lose their next five. I'd been like, really? Is that really going to be the case? They were an eight and three football yeah. team, weren't they? That was, they, crazy they were a seven and three, and they've lost five in a row. I, you know, the, the, we do a, a wagering show on Sundays, and uh, you know, we talk a lot about that on, on our show. But I had a, uh, I have a future on the Titans not making the playoffs, and I Ooh, we kind of yeah. had like crossed that off already. Yeah, like, <laughs> By, and, and it's back. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're back, baby. This, that was your one. That was your one time. You know, you're at the yeah. poker table. You got one out. One time yeah. with the Titans not making the playoffs, and they might yep. not. They are falling apart. I, I still, you know, if we go back with what you said, I totally agree with you with Doug Peterson. But I still am so surprised that Urban Meyer was that bad. He was yeah. freaking atrocious. I'm just still stunned. He was that successful in college football and equally that bad like in the NFL they look like a totally different football team with the real head coach this season I know and, and, and you know coaching is we talk about it a lot and how important it is and you know Urban just wasn't ready for that job right I mean there's it's different than a college job it's just different um and we you know we see a lot of times that college coaches just have issues coming to the NFL not all the coaches right I mean Pete Carroll but Pete Carroll ran the Trojans like a pro team a lot of times. Like, like they were the pro team of Los Angeles for many years. I, I grew up in LA. I was there living in Los Angeles during that time. I played against those teams at Oregon. That was like as pro of a program as you could have in college. I mean, he was ready to come to the NFL and, and, and do well, but it's just a different sport. It, it's so different. Um, and I say this often, like I, I think that we should consider them almost different sports, right? They, first of all, they use a different ball, right? Let's start with that. They use different ball. Mm-hmm. The, Different field markings, right? Even the, the the height of the field goal post are different in in college in the NFL. Um, the rules are, are much different uh, in, in a lot of places, right? One foot in bounds, two you know, two feet in bounds, knee down, uh, not knee down. Um, you know, so like it's just a different sport. And coming up to the NFL is very difficult. And he just seemed, didn't seem like he he was ready for the big difference that you know between the two sports. Is that right? You said the the like the uprights are different. Yeah, if you look, the uprights are, are longer in the NFL. Oh, okay. Higher. Gotcha. Yeah, was... no, the, the width is the same, but they, in the NFL, it goes, the, they, it goes up higher than college football. <laughs> and, it's, oh, and it's like it's 10 feet tall, right? It's kind of like a, a basketball hoop, I believe. Um, and then the, I yeah, think then, that's the case. Yeah, and then they have, again, like the hash marks are, are wider sure, in college football. Sure, sure, yeah, the yeah. The balls, again, the ball is just markedly yep. different. But I guess college basketball and, and NBA are different too, I believe. Right? They're the same size, but different You know, different companies who make the ball. Um, that is also something that's so odd about college sports. Like in, in the NBA and NFL, you have one ball, right? The same ball everyone uses. In college football, if you're playing, you know, if you're a Nike school, you use a Nike ball. If you're a Adidas school, you're using an Adidas ball. College basketball, you might be a Nike school, and then you go and play someone else who's not a Nike school, and you use their right. ball that's different than the ball that you practice with every day. So strange. Isn't that kind of odd? That, it's like, very just, odd. Like, wouldn't you want one ball? that everyone, like, every, Okay, everyone's <laughs> playing with Nike ball or Wilson ball. But no, we're going to use an Adidas ball one week and Nike yep. ball this game. and It, it doesn't make sense. We got an Under Armour game coming up here. Let's get used to the new football. By the way, random note. Did you know there's goaltending in the NFL? Like, If there's a long field goal, uh, picture the one that the the Vikings hit. You can jump up and you knock the ball down? Yeah, if you jump up and knock the ball down from going through the uprights, it's actually goaltending. You can't do that. That feels like nearly impossible to do, though. Like, you can't be in bounds, I think, and kind of do that. Like, that doesn't, the, 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 the math on that, the you have to, geez, 
How's that possible? It'd kind of be like a, a baseball center fielder, you know, like kind of like running yeah, toward you, the fence and jumping up while you're still in bounds. Yeah, I guess. It'd be, it'd, man, that'd be, I'd love to see someone try it. Yeah, I would tell you. I'm pro goaltending in the NFL, I, I, you know? Someone should try it this week. Just like in a game, it doesn't matter. Just like, you're, yeah. you know, if the Broncos last night, one of the Rams late field goals, you just had a guy there to goaltend. Just I would love to know what there. the uh, what's the official signal for that. Let's just say goaltending happened. Like, how does the official, when he's calling the penalty, signal for goaltending? Does, you know, does he like does he like do a batting signal? Is he like <laughs> like does he, does he does he like have like a field goal and field goal post goaltending? Like, I don't know. I think oh it God. should be the Dikembe Mutombo finger wave. That That'd should be, be the yeah. That should be the signal of there I, was goaltending on. Has that there ever play. been goaltending? NFL. I, I don't know that there ball. has been. Yeah, I I don't think so. But the rule does exist. That's wild. I, I really want. I really want to see that uh, the symbol for this. Like I want. I need. To, I'm going to text. <laughs> a, it's 6 a.m. So I'm not going to do it now. I'm going to text a buddy of mine who does officiating and ask him, like, "Yo, give me a give me a a, a goaltending here. Uh, yeah, goaltending call. I I hope we get the answer before the show is over. I would love to know that. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're having a fantastic Monday morning, day after Christmas. Get to a radio call that I used to like. Also, why make things more difficult for yourself? We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You know, I just heard the call from Wayne Larrabee calling the uh, Packers beating the Dolphins. I used to like when he would say, he would say, there is your dagger until my fins... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're on the other end of that. I don't like that call nearly as much, Jeff. Uh, I love Homer Radio, dude. It's like some, it's some of my favorite of all time, um, especially like the college side. It's just like so much emotion. There's no, you know, they're they're not being impartial. They're just saying what's on their mind. Um, oh, it's the best. Homer Radio is great. I'm not sure NFL is as good as as college football. There definitely are the guys that I think are or you know make it that way. But Homer Radio is is the best, man. It's so good. It really is good. And I love when you get the, the color commentator that's kind of like butting in the whole yes. time. <laughs> I mean, I lo- it, it, the best might have been in the World Cup when, when uh, they were trying, when uh, Andres Cantor was doing his goal call and this color guy was like, I might be off sides. <laughs> He's like, shut up. Shut, shut up. up. This is my moment over <laughs> here. A, I, I think it was a messy, the, like the second or third messy goal in, in, in the yeah. final. He's like, goal. And I was like, I might be off sides. <laughs> It's like, be quiet. He didn't end up being offside. Yeah, that no, made it, it even more good. beautiful. It was so good. It was so good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, the way that the Packers game ended, you know, there's not that play itself. You're not going to get the interruption from the color guy as often. But, you know, you know the Raiders, the the, the Jason Horowitz right. call, the Raiders, um, I mean, Lincoln Kennedy, like the noises that were being made in that booth. <laughs> and then obviously on the, on the TV call, I think it was. 
I think it was uh, Jonathan Vilma was on the call as a, because the color guy. He just couldn't contain his. He just started <laughs> just like the words came from his. I mean, that moment is so unique. Uh, man, that's great. I love it. I, I do love the the Bengals radio crew because the color commentator, he does a great job of picking his spots where he's just like, yeah, baby. Or, and it does. It actually helps the call. It doesn't screw up it? the play by play guy. I do. I, we. We talk to the guy as a former player. I, I'll do a little Google search for you. Um, okay. Maybe we can meet them in person awesome. and, and thank him for. Do you think we have enough pull, me, you, and, and Crack, to get like to sit somewhere warm in that stadium for that game? <laughs> I hope so. It's Dave Lapham, is the guy's former okay. player. It, he does a great job. He's like, yeah, baby, in the background. Yes, yeah. Like <laughs> he just bleeds for the Bengals. But yeah, maybe we can hit up Dave Lapham if we need an inside source. He could make it happen. Yeah, if we're I, on I, Dave's I, good side. We'll have warmth for that game. I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to sit in the cold. I'm kind of a wimp like that. Like <laughs> unless it's like my team I'm rooting for. Being miserably cold for four hours doesn't look doesn't seem very fun. Man, that was a theme this weekend, man. Cold, cold. Oh, there are a lot did. of s- Saturday cold games, man. It looked miserable in a lot of places. I mean, the the, the Cleveland game. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's such thing as like football weather. That's not football weather when, when it's like when it's negative thirty degrees. There's nothing yeah. about that as football weather. Bears game was freezing. There are a couple of cold it, weather games. It was it was bad. And then you have the Dolphins, right? They're like the second coldest game of all time uh, in Miami yesterday. I think it was something like that. Um, wow. The, what the was Panthers, it like? Eighty three. <laughs> it was. I think it was like forty seven. Uh, the Panthers, by the way, here in Charlotte, where I live, coldest game of, of Frederick's history at home. That um, it was like negative two at some points this weekend with the wind chill. Very very odd cold spell, uh, you know, in the south. You know, I want to get your thoughts on this. It's Brian Noe and Jeff Schwartz in for two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. It's not just a basketball thing here, Jeff. Yeah. It applies to all sports, but the Memphis Grizzlies, I find this to be really interesting. So this week, John Morant, their superstar player, he did a sit-down interview with Malika Andrews of ESPN. Yeah. And he was talking about their path going forward as the playoffs get nearer. Here's what he had to say. Who do you look at around the league as you're studying and say, we're going to have to run through them? Celtics. No one in the West. Nah, I'm fine in the West. Fine in the West. And uh, yesterday on Christmas Day, Memphis got crushed by Golden State without Steph Curry. <laughs> they, they lost by 14 points. Yeah. And this is Clay Thompson after the game uh, on ESPN. Man, they was talking about dynasty and all that. You can't talk dynasty when you haven't won before. I don't think people realize how hard that is, the commitment and sacrifice it takes. I mean, you got to sacrifice your body. And I thought that was premature talk, you know, to talk, to even mention that word. Yeah, so the way I look at it, Jeff, I don't know why you want to make things harder for yourself. I appreciate the confidence. I really do. Uh, But I don't know why you want to just, like, raise – Everybody, like, everybody is just like, okay, now you have our attention even more. Everybody's competitive to begin with. And when you yeah. just basically say, I'm fine in the West, it's like, that's not going to be a cakewalk at all. And you just made it more no. difficult. I just don't think it makes sense to do that. 
It doesn't make sense. And the reason why, you know, your public relations team will tell you not to not say these things is now you have, you know, teams have extra motivation, right, on, on playing you. And then, you know, in the playoffs, I'm not sure they need any extra motivation, but it just becomes more fun to beat a team like that, right, when you talk the way uh, that Jaw talked there. But I, but I understand the confidence in what he's saying, right? Sure. I mean, you, want this, you want this blend of, I think, outward confidence for your fan base, for your teammates to hear, and also a little bit of humility, right? You want to kind of, com- you know, combine those. But the NBA is, you know, it's it's a different sport, right? Like the, these these guys are, um, you know, they're, they're a very confident bunch, especially the, the the young players, and they talk more than I think, you know, we're used to hearing from superstars. You know, when we when we were growing up, and, and the way that players kind of treated the media back then, and um, I don't mind it, but as long as you can back it up, right? Like like you can't go out and then lose the Warriors like that. So um, right. I, I I don't mind the confidence. Um, it gives teams more motivation, um, but the, you know the Grizzlies haven't haven't won anything yet. So it's it's you know to talk like that, I would I would personally wait till you win like the 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 Western Conference before you talk like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's just interesting to me because in sports the smallest things are used as extra motivation. Of course, yeah. This isn't a small thing. You just be like, nah, I'm fine in the West. <laughs> a lot of teams in the West, Warriors, Pelicans, Mavs, Clippers, a lot of teams are going to be well, like, oh, yeah, well, really? Is it no teams? Huh? Okay, all right. You, you didn't mention the Lakers. What, what, no Lakers? <laughs> Only giving up 51 points in a single quarter. Do I need, do I need to pay attention to my Lakers, or are we just, can I just yeah, continue we not pay attention to them? Just scratch them off the list. I like how LeBron, after the game, was like, yeah, life without AD Kind of rough, kind well, I mean, of rough over here. With well, a guy who's always hurt is always hurt. What a what a <laughs> I'm, I'm just like what a shocking development that I I can't believe the guy who's always hurt is now always hurt again. Yeah, um, I know. You know the, the the bubble championship helped obviously uh, Andy Davis stay healthy because he got three months off and came back healthy. Yeah, yeah like the only time his career is able to, to to make it through. Um, so. Yeah, it's uh, maybe though. I, I didn't watch much yesterday. I I'm just a sucker for football. Um, what I did find interesting though is that you know there's a trend um, on NBA NBA Christmas to bet the unders in these games, right? Because it's so early, it's Christmas, and four of the five overs hit. So if you <laughs> if you trend bet yesterday, um, you uh, there's also there was also a trend I saw. I, I saved this one. I almost sent it to you, to you guys in the chat, but you know our co-host, third co-host, despises trends. If if a Christmas Day game, if there were under 100 points scored in the first half, the mm-hmm. second half under hits like 75% of the time. Wow. And that was not at all the case yesterday. Like, So wait a minute, the first half? What was so, the first part of that? So if, the, if, there's a, if there's less than 100 points in the first Man, half. That is rare. Yeah. That, well, it happened in the Lakers game. Yeah. It, was, it was 98 points in the first half. And the Mavericks and it flies over in the second. over the over uh, right away. Oh. Um, I just game. love the idea of oh man, this is seventy five percent hitting trend over here. Let me go with the under in the second half. I just and the Mavs score fifty one yeah. points in the third quarter themselves. I blindly bet that one. I oh, I, I, I made a mistake. There. I made a mistake. <laughs> I had a good NFL weekend, so I was like, I I was gonna like uh, you know all the teasers hit. This was a good teaser weekend, but yeah, the, the trends are over there. But yeah, look, the NBA to me with the NBA. Um, it's one of those sports. Of course, I cover college football, NFL. I mean, so much of my brain this time of year is is on is on is on football. Um, you know, the, the NBA playoffs are so different than the regular season. I feel like, yeah, where, where you watch the game in the postseason, 
and you're like, wow, this is not the same sport as I just watched for six months. And right. I, I feel like I can sort of miss the regular season and get to the playoffs and watch a lot of good basketball and no, I've paid attention enough to know storylines and who's playing well and who's not. But I can basically miss the entire regular season and show up in the playoffs and watch basketball and know exactly what's happening. Yeah. You can't do that in baseball. Can't do that in football, obviously. Right. It's a problem the NBA has. I don't know how you fix it. But I can miss most of the regular season and show up in the playoffs. And I can talk about it, which I will do. And I can know what's good, who's bad, who's not. And and enjoy the product in the in the playoffs. I like watching NBA playoffs, but I, the regular season to me is just a different sport than the playoffs. Yeah, no, it's interesting. How about this too with what Ja had to say about now nah, I'm cool in the West. What would be the equivalent in the NFL? If you look at the Grizzlies, right? They haven't even men, been to the conference finals, I don't believe yet, right? Uh, they certainly no, have been to the NBA got hurt last year, right? That's why they, yeah. they, they, they were on their way to doing that, right? They were on their well. They yeah. had a good chance against Golden State, but they didn't get it done. And then it was Luca and the Mavs against Golden State in the Western Conference Finals. They haven't even been to the Conference Finals. Would that be like? Would it be the Eagles? Would it be the Cowboys saying, um, you know, no, I'm cool in the NFC? Yeah, we got so to deal with the be, Bills. It have to be what? in this. In this, it have to be like a young player. Oh man, NFL young player. Would it be Jalen Hurts? No, who's played really well. It, nah, I'm maybe, cool in the NFC. Maybe, right? But 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 the but in this scenario, the Eagles are are better than the Grizzlies, right? In this scenario, because the, the Grizzlies are not the best team in the West at the moment. I guess it yeah. could be. I, I guess it could be Jalen Hurts. Yeah, that could be. I could see Jalen. Pretty Hurts close, right? It might not um, be perfect, but that's it's pretty close. Like, I think mean, if Jalen Hurts well, had be, said, nah, be, I'm cool in the NFC. Wouldn't it we we like got to deal with the Chiefs. <laughs> would it be the Bills? Because the Bills have not played. No, they played the NFC game two years ago, right? Uh, d- did they two make it ago. there? Did they make it all the way there? I'm not Last sure. Last year was divisional round. Divisional round? That, was, I, I, maybe Buffalo? Maybe if Josh Allen's, now nah, I'm cool in the AFC. <laughs> Yeah, imagine what the reaction would be. I just feel like in the NBA, there was a lot of positivity with Ja, like like the confidence, man, like the swagger from that guy, right? But if that happened in the NFL, it'd be like, who the hell is this guy? What is he talking about? It's yeah, just a yeah, different Buffalo vibe, play, I think. Buffalo played the NFC Championship game in 2020, so they don't even count in this situation. Um, yeah, maybe the Eagles, I, I, I guess. Um, Cowboys, Dak Prescott saying that. I think it'd be, it'd be, it might be the Cowboys. Like, hey, man, we're not worried about you. Anyone else in the <laughs> NFC? We, we would giggle, like, hysterically. Um, but look, again, the NBA players, um, I, I like it. Like, they're more free with their words. They're not worried about what you're supposed to say, what, what you know, how you're not supposed to act. And, and they just say what's on their mind. They have podcasts where they just kind of just, hey, man, say whatever I feel like yeah. saying, which I, I appreciate. You know, this goes back to last season. You'll appreciate this. So this was after Golden State, they beat Boston. Warriors win another championship. And one of the first things on Klay Thompson's mind were the freaking Grizzlies again. Here's what he had to say. There was this one player on the Grizzlies who tweeted strength in numbers after they beat us in the regular season, and it pissed me off so much. I can't wait to retweet that thing. Freaking bum. That, I had to watch that. I'm just like, this freaking cloud. Okay. 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 Sorry. That memory just popped up. I'm going to mock us. Like, you ain't ever been there before, bro. 
We've been there. We know what it takes. So to be here again, hold that. That is beautiful. Freaking clown, freaking bum. This, this is after they beat Boston yeah. to win a championship. He's still thinking about yeah. the Grizzlies. So I'm telling you, Joss ain't, nah, I'm cool in the West. That is a big deal. Uh, okay, so I've, I've often thought about this because I think that, you know, in, a, in, a, in the postseason, is Clay Thompson really worried about what the Grizzlies like? Is he motivated himself before a game, being like John Morant said, "I stink." No, <laughs> yeah, I right? think he is. He is a competitive maniac, no, and I mean no, that as no, a compliment. I, no, I, my point is like I think that it's fun to say to, to you just after the game is be like it, it's easier to say it's easier more fun to say, "Hey, man." I did this because X person told me I couldn't rather than being like, you know, I just played because I wanted to win. You know, like, you know, like, like, right? like, I played hard because I wanted to win. Like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, we get that. It's more fun to be like, yeah, screw those guys, right? Afterwards. right. Like, I, I don't think that the Warriors in, in, in the postseason last year were any more motivated than they had to be because of what the Grizzlies said to them. But it's fun after the fact to be like, yeah, that's why. Because yeah. the Grizzlies you know, said some stupid things on Twitter. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I just love this. I love that they hate each other. You can tell that the Grizzlies and the Warriors hate Good. each other. Good. Sports I, I, it is need so, this. Yes. We need we, hatred. Give me all the bad blood. I love we, all the – Clay Thompson, always, he hit a shot, and he's just mocking Dylan Brooks on the way back down the court. That is – I'm it's there on, for it's all of right that. Now. It's on SportsCenter right now. Um, uh, the, yeah. I Look, I, I like it. Um I, I would like, though, very boomer take of mine. Like, I, sometimes when I watch NBA games, some of these jerseys, I don't know who is who. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, wh- I'm like, why are the Suns dressed in the in the or the '90s Grizzlies outfits? <laughs> why are the Bucks wearing purple? What, what like, happened what, over here? I'm like, what is like, what is? I think the, I think purple though is technically like or the the They're blue old, I think. old school. Yeah, yeah. Those blue the blue uniforms are yeah. the blue colors technically one of the one of the Bucks colors if you look up what, what their color scheme is. Yeah. But like, I'm watching the Suns play. I'm like, oh, the the '98 Grizzlies team with with big country Reeves is on the floor right now. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> Some the, I don't really understand the colors. Sometimes. <laughs> I'm very country. confused. Oh, Help those were the. Please. Oh, I love. Or uh, yeah, Steve Francis. Like, I don't want to go play there. Like, why, why do I want to go play there? Remember, he was moping oh, yeah. across the, I, the I, stage. I, I, I remember when the Lakers only wore yellow and purple. Now you're like, I don't know what color they're wearing today. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. It's what was the color for the Suns last night? Was that like a Dolphins aqua? Was it? I don't who know knows? what that was exactly. Yeah, who knows? It's a fun part about it. You just don't know. Like you turn on, you're like, oh, who's this? Oh, okay, I gotta figure out. Oh, now I know who it is. <laughs> you know, it used to be home team wore light colors, right? And 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 the road team wore the dark color. Yeah, you, know, you just guess when you turn the game on. You just screw it. Like anything goes these. Very days. boomer take of mine, by the way. Yeah, very, and I, and I like it, man. And I like some of the, the alternate jerseys too. Some of them I very much enjoy. You gotta I bought dust a, off I bought some a Charlotte of those alternate takes. jersey. I bought a, a Hornets alternate jersey. Some of those are nice. Some of those are slick, you know? Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Sure to catch live editions of Two Pros in a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your Monday morning here, day after Christmas. Get you all the reaction from Week 16. Actually, a preview tonight. We got more ball. More ball, Jeff Schwartz. Huh? We got the Chargers at the Colts. Very much looking forward to that. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What would um what would Chargers Colts be like here? Not the sexiest matchup, but if you're comparing it to a potential like Christmas meal, 
right? <laughs> what, what would this game tonight be? Is this a good dessert? Is this like, uh, this will do dessert? What would you compare it's it to? It's for sure the dessert that doesn't blow you away, but you just eat because it's there. You're like, all right, well... <laughs> I guess I guess it's in front of my face. I'll just like have this like it's almost like a so I like my cookies a little soft, you know, like yeah, okay. a, you know, it feels like a hard cookie. Like you want to eat some sweets, it's there in front of you. It's not the best, you're going to eat it anyways. I'm going to watch a game tonight. I don't really want to, probably, <laughs> but I'm I'm going to. Um just cuz I want what else am I going to do? By the way, uh, are we on Zach on, Moss tonight against hang, that Chargers rush defense? Hang out with my think? family? I'd have to hang out my family instead? Like, what, what, what's, the, what's the plan here? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not into uh, into New Mexico State Bowling Green today? Oh, 2.30 gosh, Eastern? Man. I'm in. Hey, screw it. I'm in. What else am I doing at 2.30 Eastern, you know? I don't know. I, shoveling snow? I don't know. I, I live in a part of... Town where that seems to be something you would yeah, do. Yeah, trying to keep the car on the road. I almost blew off the road the other day, Jeff. There's no it was that windy? Oh, my gosh. I was on this road. There's just nothing. It's like a empty cornfield. Shocker in Indiana, right? But Wait, your, your Rolls Royce rolled, almost rolled off the, the road? That's weird. Yeah, my Nissan Altima almost uh, oh, hit a sorry. ditch over there. Yeah, but uh, nothing but a sheet of ice. And because it's oh, sure. just open air, we're just blowing. In. It was bad, dude. It was the worst, the worst situation I've been in on the road by far. I'm glad you're fine. I had a situation at that in Minnesota where I actually spun out on the highway one time, and it was very oh, cold. Luckily, God, it was late at night and no one was around. Otherwise. Uh, could have been could have been pretty bad. Could have been pretty yeah. bad. But well, yeah, I think tonight's like a stale cookie. Stale cookie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or a little. You like the soft cookies? A little. A little harder on the 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 cookie front here tonight. Yeah, it's interesting. How about this? A good segue from uh, from bad, which was our, our our road experiences. You know, almost uh, spinning out or getting into a an accident. How about the bad play we saw yesterday from a couple of teams and a couple of quarterbacks? Let's look at Tom Brady. Let's look at Tua Tungavailoa. Uh, if we focus in on Tampa, Jeff, offensively, it is just mistake after mistake after mistake. It's not just a Brady thing. Of course, he's part of it. Two horrible interceptions yesterday. Yeah. Way too many inaccurate throws. He's part of it, but it's a holding penalty here. It's an offsides penalty there. Yep. It's an illegal shift when they scored a touchdown oh, no. throwing oh, no. to Julio Jones. It's just one thing after another with that team. The illegal shift was bad, too. You know, all these guys moving before the snap didn't get set on just trying to figure out who's on, who's off the ball. You know, the, the Bucks offense, I had I had really high hopes for Byron Leftwich getting this offense by himself, right? You know, the, without Bruce Aarons being there. Okay, it's Byron Leftwich offense. Remember, last year, he I think he turned down the Jaguars job. Like, he had an yeah. opportunity to be a head coach with, with, with Trevor Lawrence. And was like, nah, I'm going to stay in Tampa Bay. <sighs> was um, it really worth that? With He's like, I don't want Trent Baalke as the GM. I won't do it if that's... Like looking back, man, that was a golden opportunity he passed yeah, up. That, yeah, that was a mis- it's called a mistake. Yeah. Um, and now I'm curious to see what you know what his prospects are for for a job after this year. The offense, man. Um, so part of of being a good coach, a good staff, is analyzing what you do well and what you don't do well, and and actually stop doing the things that you do poorly. And Tampa Bay appears to not do any of that ever. Like, they never sell scouts. Like, somehow, no matter how much they want to run the ball, they have to realize, hey, man, it really doesn't work. Like, running the ball three straight times up the middle, needing one yard there in the second quarter and getting stuffed three straight times, 
at some point you're like, yeah, maybe we want to do something different. Maybe we'll throw the ball on first down. Maybe we'll rely more on Tom Brady being our offense. Tom Brady has a ton of pass attempts. That's because they're always behind in games. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just don't they don't seem to self-scout, man. They really don't seem to look at themselves and think, okay, here's where we're good at, here's where we're bad at. Hey, guys, we have, a, we have a poor offensive line. Let's find an offense that works with a poor offensive line. You'll really beat up because of injuries. And then Tom Brady has to save them at the end of every game in the two-minute drill. And they're just not a good football team, man. They're, yeah. they're getting by, but injuries, um, not living up to expectations, they, 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 they just appear to not win game management situations, right? And that goes back to Todd Bowles now as a head coach. Uh, not Just not a Chris team. And then Tom Brady is getting older. Tom Brady looks like a player who has no confidence in the players he's playing with and the coaching staff. And he plays that way. And that's, I think, why we're seeing some of the struggles with Tom Brady. Yeah, you mentioned it. Just looks uncomfortable out there. He certainly does. And that offensive line has been leaky. I think it starts there. But look, man, we can talk about leaky offensive lines and being uncomfortable and He'd be the first one to tell you there's no excuse for some of the inaccurate throws. There are guy, he's dirting balls sometimes. Where He's got a guy that's wide open. Even Chris Collinsworth said it last night on the telecast. He's like, that's like LeBron missing a layup. His receiver was so open on a short pass, and the ball was nowhere near. It's just weird to see him that inaccurate far too often. Yes, and, and that's, I think, a, a product of, of just, A, kind of not – be in a rhythm, not comfortable with your teammates, and which is crazy because he's with these guys, you know, every day, and some of those players are, are returning players. Um, and then I think it's too just you know, as you get older, you become less accurate, right? You become you know, you, you, your body doesn't work in the same way. We we know this as as we have got older, right? I mean, I go play basketball; it's been a long time, and I get you know, I bang up my ankle, and it takes me you know, twice as long to, to yeah. recover. It takes me longer. Like, I think I'm doing something and moving a certain way, and it turns out I'm not. For Tom Brady, as you get older, you start moving differently. Even though you think in your brain you're doing it one way, you watch a film and you're not. And I, I think that that's that just happened as well. So it's a lack of confidence in his team, his offensive line, his coaching staff. And then two, it's just, as you get older, you, you just, it's harder to do things uh, athletically. I think that's where Tom Brady's at right now. Yeah, and uh, it looks like his time in Tampa is done at the end of the year. Now, the question is, is his time in the NFL done? Would you be more surprised if he's back next season with any team or that this is it? Uh, you'd be more surprised. Well, I think the one retired. team he'd be back for would be the Niners, right? Otherwise, yeah. I, I can't imagine he's with anyone else. Um, and the Niners, are, you know, look, we'll see how the season plays out, but are, are they – going to pay for Tom Brady for a year or are they going to ride with if Brock Purdy ends up taking them in the playoffs and they win a playoff game or two? I get to see them say, hey, man, we'll rock with, with Brock Purdy here. Rock with Brock. <laughs> rock with Brock. Rock um, with Brock over the goat, man. It's, wow. Whew. Well, who's, who's playing? Okay, now, the Shanahan offense is very is, is very quarterback friendly. I think Tom Brady would play fine in this offense, but I think it's fair to say that Brock Purdy is playing better at the moment than Tom Brady is. Um. Yeah, but no, if, Brock like, if we do row reversal, he'd, be really, he'd yeah. be really bad. Oh yeah, it'd be really bad. Yeah, oh, it'd yeah. be a disaster. You put Tom Brady in that offense, I think all of a sudden he looks like Tom Brady again. You know, for the oh, absolutely. I mean, that's yeah. the thing you have to do. But Tom Brady's be forty six next year. I mean, jeez. <laughs> I'm thirty six. I know. I can, again, I bend the morning. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, he's forty six, man. I. He's he's always stated he wants to stay on the East Coast for family reasons. And so for him to go to, um, for him to go to the Niners for one year, 
doesn't align with what he said about his family. And, and the reason why he said that is he wants to stay you know, near his kids, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he has a, a kid from a, a first a first marriage, I believe. And so I think he just has wanted to stay in, in, in you know, on the East Coast to be near his family. So I, the Niners feel like that decision is not all in line with kind of decisions he's made in the past. You know, if we go from Brady to another quarterback who struggled yesterday, to a tongue of Iloa, and you look at those three interceptions on three consecutive fourth quarter drives, and you're trying to come up with a reason as to how did this happen? Like, what are you looking at? Right? Because you brought up a great point earlier in the show where Tua struggles with the off script stuff. And that's certainly the case. These were throws in the pocket. It's not like he was rushed. It's not like he scrambled and bought some time. He's a little bit of a fish out of water doing like he's just in the pocket misreading the coverage. Yeah. How does this happen with Tua? Well, I think that you know he he's not um so he's he's very good when in the structure of the offense, right? When they say, "Okay, in this offense by the way, the Shanahan offense, the McVay kind of tree is broken off on that." It's very quarterback friendly, right? It's very quarterback friendly, and, and, and we know that. We've seen it now work for many, many years. Um, you know, in, in the you know the 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 ability to um, you know to uh, to get quarterbacks playing their best forward. I mean, Jared Goff made a Super Bowl, right? In this offense, mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins right now. And the Vikings are just kind of like whatever, but you know they're up and down. Um, you know, they're up and down at, at times, but the, you know, the offense is proven. Aaron Rodgers, right? The last two years in this offense, two straight MVPs. Um, and when it's on schedule, it looks really good, right? It looks really good. Play action pass, boom, bootleg, boom. And there are times that Tua does make these off-platform throws. He had a couple yesterday. He's mm-hmm. running to his left, I believe, and and boom, pass, completion, first down, Okay. But the inconsistency is when it comes to the important moments, the two-minute drill, when things aren't exactly how they look pre-snap. That's where Tua still struggles. And again, it doesn't mean Tua's bad. He's right. kind of going through this patch now where teams have kind of figured out you can kind of bait him into certain things. He's got to figure out how to, you know, how to make more plays outside of the structure of the offense. And outside of the of the moments that are very scripted, again, first and second down is much easier than third down. That's what sets apart kind of the top of the quarterback class. Everyone else is, what do you do on third down? What do you do in the red zone? What do you do in two-minute drill? And right now, Tua is struggling kind of in those moments when it's not exactly how it goes, when it's not one read, when it's not play-action pass. He just has to get better at that. And there's nothing really that... Mike McDaniel can do anymore. The, the last interception was was basic it's Tampa two. Brutal. He has to see that. I just don't understand with Tua because one moment he'll look great, he'll look fantastic, he'll make a throw or a decision where you're like, "That was freaking nice," and then the next moment you're like, "What was that? Was some high school type stuff?" Where it's like he's not reading the defense. It's almost like he drops back thinking he's going to be open, and even though he sees that the guy's not open. He doesn't reprogram his brain like, wait, he's not open. I got to do something else. He's like, but he was supposed to be open. So I'm just, I'm going to throw it as if he's open when he's not. It's, I don't get it. I don't understand how he makes some of those decisions. I think it's more, it's not an accuracy thing. It's not a deep ball thing. It's, it's an, it's a decision-making thing. And then it's also like you mentioned, the, 
the off structure type stuff. But man, it was more decision making than anything. It's not like he tried to extend a play and then couldn't make this kind right. of weird eclectic sidearm throw. You know, he's just he's misreading coverages. That that's as basic as it gets in football in general, not just the NFL. It, it, when I say kind of like off. Like off structure plays. I don't mean the ones when he's scrambling, which he doesn't do very much, anyways. Yeah, it's again like the structure of the of, of the offense is a lot of those plays we see where there's a lot of movement right before the snap, where guys are running everywhere and there's motions and shifts and there's a, a fake fly sweep and a fake handoff and this and that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of kind of like I I call them eye violations, right? When when you kind of <laughs> you, you try to get the defense to look to look at the wrong guy, right? They've, they're eye violations, right? Like to yeah. look at the wrong people. And, you know, we we have that on the offensive line. We look at the wrong guy that we're trying to block, even eye violation, right? Um, and but when it's you know, when it's a two minute drill, right? When it's that final push, you know, for 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 the Dolphins to come back in that game, those are not plays in the same structure of what the offense is supposed to be, right? That's okay. We have two by two, three by one. We're snapping the ball. Here's a defense. Here's what our routes are doing. He knows what the offense is, but he just didn't read the defense that time. He's in Tampa too again. You 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 kind of this this trail corner. He's not. He thought it was man coverage. It's obviously not. Corner's reading where he's going, and then I think the arm strength plays a factor in this, right? Because you know the the the, the debate is this year was Tua versus Herbert, right? Herbert throws that ball so hard <laughs> that the, the corner might not get there, right? Mm-hmm. And Tua just doesn't have even when even that deep ball of Tyreek Hill, the one that that, that ended up uh, being down the one yard line, he just always is always waiting for the ball, right? There's always just like it just takes forever the ball for the ball to get there, <laughs> and all those things I think combine to make Tua the quarterback he is, which at times again he's not awful, right? Let's get that's yeah. he's not awful. But it's inconsistent in some of these bigger moments, and that's a problem. Somebody, I wish I knew who it was, uh, tweeted at me, and I thought it was a really great comment. He, he said something to the effect of, the ball just seems heavy with Tua. You know what I mean? Like, the ball just seems like it weighs more when, when Tua's throwing it. And there are some throws where it feels like that, where it's just he's throwing this ball deep downfield, and he's, he's like putting more into it. Uh, or it just doesn't arrive quite on time. It, it's a weird deal. It's a very, very much precision timed offense, you know. And at times, Tua's timing is great, and other times, it's, it's not there. And, well, I get it. It's when it's it's when those plays when it's not going to be there, right? Like that is yeah. like that's the problem. Um, and I just saw something a tweet came about from Darren Orlovsky who's talking right now on ESPN. He said that what I've been saying, right? He said Dolphins passing offense is so predicated on on anticipation. Mm -hmm. Defenses aren't being fooled at all. And then and now it's up to Tua to do that fooling, right? It's up to Tua to look one way, throw the other side. It's now up to Mm -hmm. Tua to read safeties, read corners. And he's not doing that as well right now. Yeah. No, he's not. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that. But there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!